ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hey friends, it's me, Sharon McMahon, longtime government and law teacher and host of the Sharon Says So podcast. Each week on Sharon Says So, I do a deep dive into fascinating historical stories state by state to share the history of America that you probably haven't heard. I bring you stories of espionage, sled dog heroes, presidential scandals, change makers, law defiers, and more. And weekly, I have some of the nation's most prolific thought leaders and creators. We talk about a huge variety of fascinating topics. New episodes of the Sharon Says So podcast are released every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and are available on the Acast app or wherever you like to listen. Tune in and subscribe today for your fill of brain tingling moments. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. And we're live. All right, here we go. First episode of Mind Over Matter podcast with Trevor and Kevin. Uh, first off, Kev, how you doing today? What's Hanging up? Hanging out, brother. What's up, what's up, baby? Oh, drink of choice. How about that? Uh huh. <laughs> You are. No, I fucking just got back from the gym, so I gotta hydrate. Yep, I brought this to the gym. I got a pack of them in my car. Get go real mm-hmm. quick. Walmart, you get them for like seventy cents each. If you buy the eight pack, you already know. But uh, <laughs> yeah, just got done with the gym. I hit some chest. What you hit? You hit legs, right? Both of them, yeah. Now, both of them. You see, like a lot of people make the mistake of only hitting one leg. I hit both of them. Oh, oh. Keep the body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 No, I had a you know, try to keep them even. Yeah. No, I went a little bit early, so it wasn't that many. Yeah. Yeah. Ain't nothing like getting there early. Uh. So basically, I guess we'll just get right into it. <clears throat> Start off with a simple introduction. Uh, I'm Trevor. I'm living in Tampa right now. 24. Just got out the army. Moved from. Uh, around Nashville area, Fort Campbell. And uh, yeah, looking to get into marketing at school, play the big game, use my GI Bill up, get that money rolling. Uh, And then uh, the end goal is hopefully own my own gym by age 30. Doesn't seem too far of a fetch. And then, uh, yeah, so basically kind of hopped onto this podcast, kind of wanted to start it because about two weeks ago, hopped on like a little spiritual journey, I would say for myself. Um, it was kind of weird, kind of just woke up every day with this weird amount of energy that I, I I had something to give, uh, happier, just, I had something to give, everyone else had something to give, so it made me want to do more, I hit up Kevin, here we are now, uh, about a year and a half ago when I was getting out of the army, I kind of started studying this kind of stuff, and what we're about to dive into, um, so, so it definitely wasn't just like a wake up, boom. I'm happy now. <laughs> uh, I wish it worked like that, but it wasn't. Uh, I guess I'll I'll hand it over to Kevin now. Yeah, so um, I met Trevor when I was in the Army. I'm still kind of getting out right now. I'm on my last bit of leave now. Um, so really, I'm looking to get into probably sales or marketing, copywriting, all that kind of stuff where it's like, you're, it's all you and whatever you do is how successful you are. That, that always kind of appealed to me. It's like, I don't want a job to pay me, you know, the same whether or not I do a good or a bad job. Like I would probably do a good job anyway, just cause, you know, but it's yeah. like, why, why would I want to be surrounded by people who aren't, you know, like yeah. that's, I'd be miserable like that. So really just looking for that, 
that real big come up. Um, But that's kind of the great thing about sales is like, if you knew, if you know how to do sales, every job has sales in one aspect or another. Mm -hmm. So that's one thing I'm really trying to leverage is like learning how that kind of psychology of sales works and what the process looks like. And then trying to leverage that. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of why I chose marketing too. Well, first off, step one, I went into a little local gym I had and I was Talked to the owner, just walked right up to him. I said, hey, I got free college from the Army. If you had a chance to do this all over again, and he's, I think they're three or four years in now, what uh, what would you go to school for? And that was his first marketing, easy marketing. If I knew how to market, my gym would have been successful way earlier. Yeah, and like, no shit, dude. Like, now is like the best time to learn how to do kind of marketing. Yeah. Sales, copywriting. It's, there's so much info out there that... It, it's it's such a crazy thing right now. Like we have so much information that's accessible to us. You just kind of have to go looking for man, it. I know? wish I could, man. Yeah, at the beginning of the year, it was, I think it was December, like, I want to say like 29th. I walked up to my dad and said that. I said, dad, I think this year, and he, he didn't get it, but I walked up and I said, dad, this year, I think I just kind of want to focus on, on information. Because it just, he, look at my phone right here. On this phone is literally anything you can learn. Anything. And everyone has a phone. (laughs) No bullshit, bro. Like so that that's crazy you say that because that's that's exactly how I started this year. That was one of my first thoughts for this year. No, what what got me interested, like kind of thinking like that was like I walked into a bookstore. I think it was out somewhere in Colorado, right? And I was like, it never occurred to me, like I've been in bookstores fucking my entire life, obviously. But, like, I walked in there and I'm like, dude, there is so, like, this is all just a collection of knowledge, right? This could be someone's entire life work that they spent 60 years yep. collecting all the information on. And, like, I just have access to it, you know? And it's right here. All I got to do it's is like, put the time aside. Yeah. And, like, that's a bookstore. Like, that stuff's good. But it, Also, fucking, it, sorry to cut you off, but the, those fucking books are, like, five bucks, bro. You go to, like, the sales <laughs> section at Books A Million? Bitches are no bullshit, like five bucks. Cheap, yeah, dirt cheap for this. Oh, go ahead. I like books, but the the issue that I kind of was seeing was like they're they're kind of limited in how like cutting edge I guess they could be. Like if you make a book, right, in six months, who's to say that book is still going to be relevant? You know. Yeah. So that's kind of how I started getting into the Twitter uh, side of it. It It's just kind of like. It was pretty easy, not going to lie, because I found one dude that was doing a lot of really crazy shit, like with sales and stuff. And then it was just as simple as seeing who he interacted with. And then boom, bro. And then it follows. And then then it's just boom, boom, boom. And then you, I did the same thing kind of with fitness. I started following one guy, saw who he was following and interacting with. And uh, it's just kind of great because like the people that are in those spaces, they're, they're exactly like us. They're just kind of driven guys that they know kind of what they want to do and they have a lot of energy and kind of ability to achieve yeah. all that. They just need to need to have an actionable way to achieve that. Yeah. So. And they also diving into our topic for the day. Ought yeah, to find good. their purpose. How about it? <clears throat> no, I think kind of, even if you're not explicitly looking for that, we're all subconsciously. Looking for yeah. Subconsciously. And this, this is uh something that that I've kind of struggled with it's it's that that saying is uh listen to your heart pretty much it's it's that that deep down you know you have this like weird funny feeling but then there's this all this 
info around you saying no or whatever. So, like, with the Army, there was this deep-down feeling since I was zero years old, bro, since I was born, that I wanted to be in the Army. In Chicago, there was nothing nothing for the Army there. Nothing. It was all Marines. There's no recruiter. Nothing. Ain't shit. Boom. Grandma dies. We moved to Florida. And right here, brother runs into an Army recruiter. Like, it just happens, bro. It just follows it in. Like, it's the craziest thing in the world. But it's that it's that purpose deep down. And that's what I've struggled with recently is because that Army career for me ended. I got medically discharged. My army career ended. Now I got to find this whole new purpose, and that's what that's what this past year and a half has been for me. So how, yeah, about, how no, about yourself? I, what got you to kind of lean towards a kind of figuring it all out? Well, I mean, I think it's it's pretty similar to you, probably, if I had to guess, just because like the army is really good at outlining everything. Like you have your rank structure; everyone knows what each other is supposed to be doing, and everyone. Is supposed to know the mission. Yeah, uh, yeah, one, it's just such an easy place that has a standard. It's yeah, just it, everything's a standard. Largely, yeah, it largely depends on what unit you're in, obviously. Yeah. But for ours, it was really easy for me to find a purpose there because, like, I could see that, you know, when we went downrange, I was fixing these helicopters and they were. We were know, directly affecting. Like, yeah, you know, it, it was awesome because we were able to witness it. Like, like, see it with our own eyes how how we're affecting the world. Yeah, but, like, kind of when we stopped doing that so much, like, when I left Afghanistan and they shut it down, like, uh, probably six months later. Yeah. It, it, it's like, holy crap, bro. What what are we even doing anymore, you know? Like, yeah, it's like that shock. Like, exactly. Yeah, I got home. I got done with my deployment. Found out I was uh, undeployable. And now I'm like, well... <laughs> Well, not gonna, yeah, like, well, then if I can't do it, and then, like you said, they shut it down, and then, yeah, we, like, it was, it was crazy. This series of events that that led me to to thinking to myself, like, like, what am I really doing here? If 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 we're just everything I just did for the past four and a half years, it felt like got undone. Yeah, so no, I, and I, you know what I'm saying. Just, I, I I think it's important to note too. It's it's not like all that like we did or any other you know, soldier or whatever veteran did. No, none of that got undid, I don't think. We, you, you know how we kind of talk about sometimes it's it's very hard, almost impossible to kind of force someone to want to do something like that. Yeah. So it's, you, you can look at the casualty numbers, man. Just, there was only, think about it like this. There was one dude captured in the global war on terror and he walked off his post and, and, and got captured. That's it. <laughs> That Afghanistan thing didn't happen because of lack of soldiers doing their jobs. And I think yeah. we, we all did, you know, extremely well. Yeah, well. and especially for me, which was really cool, is my first deployment ever at age, what, I think it was 20, yeah, 21. First deployment ever, I went to Iraq for a month and they said, hey, we're picking up. We're sitting foot down in Afghanistan. We're going to be the only ones there. So yeah, for me, so it was a, dope because, bro, we touched down, we hit the ground running. Seals hit the ground running. These dudes, hit the, everyone's hitting the ground running. We're we're affecting Afghanistan. We're making their lives better. And then I get home about a year and a half later, and I just risked my life multiple times. I was in near death situations multiple times. I hear missiles firing every night. I'm woken up every night multiple times, and now I get home. I'm suffering with all these stupid past traumas. For yeah. nothing. <laughs> and it's gone. <laughs> so it was just like, yeah, no. yeah, it was just like that, that, that led me into 
digging deeper and ultimately asking the question, what is my purpose on the earth? What what am I here for? What am I doing here? And I'm, no, I'm curious what you got. It's a real blessing in disguise, those types of situations. And like you don't you don't realize it at the time because at the time it sucks, obviously. Yeah. But like those, those type of events really kind of change your mindset. Like when I first deployed, I was 19, right? Um, and like the second day we were there, we had to do some dart for an engine issue. And like I had done dart training a little bit from green platoon and shit, right? But like it was never real. Like you, you can't prepare for a real thing. Like that. No, you can't. It's so no. You, you, no, you can't. And then like once I went, <laughs> and, like, I came back. It was a very kind of sobering thing, man. It was yeah. like when I went, dude, I was scared shitless. I'm like, I am going to die. You know, yep. like all I could think of was not fucking up. Man, yeah, get me, I- get me out of here as soon as I can. But I also need to not mess this up because I'll be here. Longer. I'm like, yeah, and and yeah. honestly, dude, like I was less scared for my own life than I was. Con- like, all I was thinking about was fixing the engine. Like, like we were flying over there, and all I wanted to do was just get to this engine so I could do something about it. You know. Or, yep. Um, and and that kind of changes your your kind of perspective on things, you know. But I, I think that was – it's a very important thing to kind of have to do. You yeah, know? Like those, some, yeah, just like something you really you really can't prepare for. There's no there's – no, there's no like no, step-by-step no, guide to get you ready to face face something so shitty pretty much. Yeah, like I could, I could tell you all about what you're going to do. But like until you actually do it, it doesn't compare at all. Yeah. Um, but, but to just reflecting on it now, the amount of growth that I had, you know, just in that one deployment, let alone like my next five, it's like, it's, it's, it's insane looking back at it. Like the amount of times that like, I thought, okay, this, this sucks, dude. Like, man, I mean, on top of that, it's, it's like, what it, there's, there's so many times I thought, and, and it's every person I was with. It's like so many times, like, what are my real chances of dying out here? <laughs> like, like no bullshit. What are my real chances of actually dying out here? Because for me, when I first touched down in Afghanistan, it was missions every day, and I'm just sitting there. I'm like, bro, fuck me. Like, like <laughs> am I getting out of this? Like, no bullshit. So, and and it's yeah. and then it, it leads you to like, bro, this sucks. But then you're back to fuck. If I die, I can't be thinking this sucks. So, like, now you're all together thinking the same shit. And now it's fun, but you're all in this shitty ass situation. But yeah, no, get back but, to I mean, get back on track. Sorry, it gives you a, it gives you a real healthy dose of perspective. So, yeah. kind of kind of bringing it back to the topic here, like when we stopped deploying and we stopped kind of having those moments, you know? Yeah. And like at when we stopped deploying, right? I wasn't really deploying that much anymore. I was kind of off the rotation just because. You know, I had deployed yeah. a few times. You kind of move up, up, too. Yeah, yeah. You kind of move up, and there's young guys that need to go out and get that yeah. experience. Um, so then it's like, well, okay, my role then is just to train guys to go be able to do that, right? Which I, I loved. I love training people how to do that. But it's like, how do you train someone to do a job knowing that they're not going to do it? Yeah, or or knowing, like you just said, that they you can't prepare them for most experiences. Like we just, yeah, you know what I'm like, saying? Like it just is like a almost a dead end you're at here. Yeah, it's like a me training you for a job that you're really not going to ever have to do. It's like, yeah. how do you find purpose in that? You know? Yeah. And so that that kind of led me down to 
you know, wanting to get out and then kind of finding my, my purpose a little bit more on that. Um, but I mean, I think it was great looking back at it now that it happened. Like when it happened, obviously it sucked. It's like, okay, well, what, what's my purpose? Why am I even here right now? You know? Yeah. So I think it's really, really important to note that once you, once you ask that first question, your immediate reaction is going to be like, fuck, I don't have one. And your, your mind, your mentality is going to go straight down. That's, I mean, it's just, it's in our system. It's most people. You think, what's my purpose? If you're like me, like you and you, me and you, my bad. We get done with this thing. We had a purpose. We're go, go, go. Now it's gone. And now you're like, well, now I don't have one. Fuck. Now you got to get on a hunt for one. Or for me, I was fortunate enough to sit back, think about it, and kind of think, what do I really want to do in my life? What do I really enjoy? Yeah. And, from, and, yeah. I, and I think it's kind of something that, like, it's a tough question to answer, you know, but there's so much opportunity to grow when you ask once, yourself that. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's that – yeah, I, I agree. Once you once you ask it, step one is asking. It's just like a addiction type shit, like you, yeah, recognizing no, 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 the problem. Yeah, it's step one is asking that because if you could, well, I mean, dude, you can look around and see all these people that that don't. I mean, you're already top two percent of people in the world if you ask that question, and then you're top yeah. one if you answer that because everyone who asks that question, dude, ends up getting an answer. You will get an answer if that question is on your mind once. It'll irritate you to no end to where you end up having to find an answer. It's just that type of person, I think, in my opinion. No, you're right. That's like I don't I don't know a single successful person that doesn't know what their purpose is. No, man. You can't because I mean if you even think about it, you wake up, what do you do? What's your purpose? I know I gotta I mean, brush my teeth. I gotta yeah. brush my I know I gotta brush my teeth. I know I gotta get dressed. I know I gotta go to go to work probably. I know I got to go to school probably. What are all these things? Most of these things are shit that society is like, you got to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, So we're waking up every day from age zero until you ask this question, what's my purpose? Thinking this is the way we're programmed. This is what we do. This is just what I'm told to do. This is step-by-step guide because my parents did it. People before them did it. The people before them did it. I just wake up, do this stuff. This is the routine forever. And then no one ends up finding it out. If it's a real bad thing, dude, like if you really don't know what you're here for, you ain't even getting out of it, you know? No. Yeah, exactly. It, I mean, yeah, no bullshit. I mean, around – when was I? I found out I was getting out in March. March of last year. Oh, man. Woo. I did not want to get out of bed, bro. <laughs> ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hey friends, it's me, Sharon McMahon, longtime government and law teacher and host of the Sharon Says So podcast. Each week on Sharon Says So, I do a deep dive into fascinating historical stories state by state to share the history of America that you probably haven't heard. I bring you stories of espionage, sled dog heroes, presidential scandals, change makers, law defiers, and more. And weekly, I have some of the nation's most prolific thought leaders and creators. We talk about a huge variety of fascinating topics. New episodes of the Sharon Says So podcast are released every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and are available on the Acast app or wherever you like to listen. Tune in and subscribe today for your fill of brain-tingling moments. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. 
what are you even what are you even doing bro like it, it it's such a crazy thing like once you start asking yourself questions like that because like you start to realize how many people don't do that you know yeah and then it's like okay everyone's no one's asking themselves questions that they should be right so that kind of like goes into what like what i what my purpose is you know it's there's so many people that should be asking themselves these questions and that could benefit from them, right? But they're just not, you know? I mean, it's a very, yeah. it's a tough question to answer, man. And it's like, if you don't know the, the kind of tools on how to answer that, you're not going to be able well, to. Well, and I think it's also like the initial, I mean, it's the uncomfortability, like you said. You don't want to get in this uncomfortable spot where you, you reckon, I mean, it's in everyone's head. Like, I, I probably should find out what I got to do. <laughs> I probably should find out what I need to do in this life. It's, so, it's back there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So no one wants to acknowledge it because it's extremely uncomfortable. You fall into this state naturally of fuck this sucks pretty much. <laughs> Unless you're like a Greek God, you're like, fuck this blows. And then you slowly climb your way out of it slowly, slowly, slowly. And then you get to such an incredible point. I, I'm not gonna say I'm perfect. I achieved this cool point, but like I said two weeks ago, I've I've I hit this point where I finally woke up and I was like, "Fuck, that's it, bingo! I think I found it." You know what I'm saying? Did you did yeah, you have no, that I, like realization point? I had a realization point that I didn't have a purpose anymore. Yeah. No, um, no, no. When you when you found it again? Oh, when I found it. It, I'll, I'll be honest with you, bro. It took me a long time to find it because, like, no one came up to me, right, and said, "Here's how you found your purpose," right? Yeah, like, exactly. Or find yeah. It. No one, it, like, no one really teaches you how to do that. Right? <coughs> no. Um, so that's that's kind of something that I wanted to touch on. Really, uh, is like kind of how I found my purpose and how I think other people can too. All right. So what I used was it's called the Socratic method, and I'm gonna kind of tell you a little bit about it and then i'll i'll give an example to make a lot of sense right. so so like most people you know they like to help people no one is gonna help someone achieve something and think oh you know i really wish i didn't do that you know it's yeah it's a it's a pretty universal thing to like to do yeah it's help. normal it's like you get that sense of satisfaction when you help someone and they and they succeed or, or something off of your info precisely yeah so you take that as as the kind of example that we can work with, right? Like you like to help people. That was mine. I, that's yours too. I don't imagine. Yeah. Um. It's it's just a universal thing, man. So okay, you, you like to help people. So with the Socratic method, what you do is you take a truth, right? You like to help people. So do I. You ask yourself questions about that truth, and then you're trying to get to a no. And in that no, you have a more refined truth, if that makes sense. Okay. So, so you, okay. So okay. So say the help people thing, right? What do I want to help people do whatever they want? Because and then no, of course not. What if what if all you want to do is you know do drugs? I don't want to help you do drugs. That's just <laughs> that's gonna ruin you know. So there's one answer. Yeah. So exactly. So now I know I want to help people do something that's going to benefit them long term. It's going to be a, a net positive in their life, right? Mm -hmm. So then it's like, well, okay, there are a hundred different things that it can be a net positive. You know, it's like, well, do I want to help people do that by making a lot of money? And it's like, well, I, I would love to help people make money, 
but you can't get there, you know, quite yet. Yeah. I mean, you ought like to make money, some money. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 I, I agree. But yeah. the, the money will come, but that it it's hard to have a main driver that's money in a lot of people. Yeah, so, so yeah, that's, a, that's a, a, a big, it's like a tangible goal, an untangible goal. Like money is normally a tangible goal. Yeah. But, but it's, like, just, it's also just like a weird, weird thing to, sh to shoot for. Yeah, but, but money can only carry you so far, man. What, what do you do if in six months you're still not making money? Yeah. You know, a year. Yeah, you know? that's true, yeah. And so I kind of, I okay. figured out that like money was not something that I wanted to target. I knew it would, I knew it would come and it will come if the purpose is right, you know? One okay. of those, uh, yeah, one of those kind of yeah. So yeah, mine was weird because like I never like realized I didn't want to shoot for money. Mine was more just I don't care for the money. <laughs> like I, I always had this like weird. Even now, even like I've always had this weird thing where I, I've never really cared about money. And even like I mean, you've mentioned it too when we're hanging out. Like we'll go out to eat or whatever, and I'll just swipe my card. And you mentioned. I mean, it's just cool how we don't we me and you both don't keep track of it. We don't if if, if you're focused on that money aspect, man, it, you ought, mm -mm, you ought not to be, bro. No, it, Straight it up, can only so far, man. Yeah, and like just just real quick, is there anything worse than like being out with someone like, oh yeah, you owe me thirteen cents? Yeah, bro, the fucking dude who's like, yeah, you can just Venmo me eight seventeen. Oh, don't forget the don't forget that five percent tax Venmo takes out for my bank. Yeah, bro, it's <laughs> like, like, like uh, yeah. go fuck yourself. I'll never see you again. My, my friendship isn't worth a happy meal. You yeah, know? bro. I, yeah, no bullshit. Yeah, yeah. So, kind of getting back to it, um, I knew that like having a strict like financial motivator, you know, that's not really what I'm looking for, right? So it's like, okay, I want to help people. Oh shit! My fucking something, cat, bro, just tore out my headphone. I'm trying to reach really? up at my ass, bro. My bad. Go ahead. Shut no, up. That's all good. <laughs> no, so I wanted to uh I wanted to help people find a way that's gonna motivate them to make money, right? It's like, okay, well, you know, just in doing that, we've gone from, you know, I want to help people to something that's a lot more actionable. And then it's like you can kind of get into what that looks like. So for me it was I want to help people really help themselves um like people i i want to say they, they people have so much potential man that they don't really tap into yeah and like it's it's to me it's only because they don't ask themselves these hard questions mm -hmm. and they don't really have a way to kind of refine the truth and figure out yeah so i'll uh, i'll kind of go through my kind of socratic method or kind of what i used mine yeah, was yeah. mine was different for sure uh i don't i don't think this should be everyone's I don't think it's good for everyone, but mine was uh, so. Since I had a drinking problem, we'll get into that at a later time. Um, later, <laughs> yeah. I, I quit drinking and I switched over to smoking weed. And every time I was smoking, it it was more of an in depth Socratic method. Now that you now that I'm able to kind of compare them, I would go into this mode. I would go outside. I would sit at the river in the backyard. I would smoke. And I would just sit there and think of what I like to do. Right, this is what I like to do. This are, these are the livings I know in the world that I could do 
with this skill or with this thing that I like to do. So let's say it's uh, psychology. So I love psychology. I love diving into psychology. I think the brain is just an unbelievable thing. There's so many different ways to go about it. You could talk about psychology for days and days and days. <clears throat> but with psychology, what do you want to do? You want to stop, or open your own practice. You want to be a psych nurse. Like you could just go <laughs> so many different ways. I love psychology. I don't have to go to school for it. So, but I would smoke, I would go outside and I would think this is what I would have to do to become a psych nurse, or this is what I would have to do if I wanted to own my own practice. Now I sit down, I got 10 years of schooling, 12 years of schooling. It's tough. I know I can do it. What else would I not like about this? And then what would I like about this? So it was like a pros and cons, but it's like a more crazy in depth Socratic method. I mean, I'm sure yours can get more in depth than just yes and no, obviously. But I wasn't sitting down thinking, let me use the Socratic method. I was sitting down thinking, this could be my job. What would my future look like? I mean, you could you could look up on Google. There's doctors on YouTube. You could see their lives like right here. You could see how they're living. That's your future. You could see their future. Do you want to do that or you want to do something else? Luckily, I was able to kind of break it down with you. You helped me out. And I it just came down to I we both love helping people. How can we help people? while also pursuing something that we both have a passion for. Uh, yeah. And it's like, that's kind of the great thing about the Socratic method is like, you don't have to go from like, I want to help people to, I have a definitive purpose in life, you know? Yeah. In 10 minutes. Yeah. No, this, I like, yeah, these, these, man, that would have to be at least a hundred smoke sessions. <laughs> like, no, I mean, no. it was over a course of a year and a half. Cause that's <laughs> the great thing about it. It's like, even if you refine that statement or that truth, even 1%, you're still farther. You're 1% closer than you were right before you found that. Yeah. Which no, is infinitely better, man. It's, it's so crazy how people like, like those small steps are small steps, man. You got, I mean, we got fifth. How old am I? I'm 24. I got 60 years, hopefully left. You identify one of those 1% right now. One of those small things that I got to strive for right now. By age 25, hopefully I'll have at least 10 more. Yeah. It's you know? I, it's, it's like going to the gym, dude. No one mm -hmm. gets fucking jacked overnight, you know? Yeah. And well, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to cut you off because I got something really good for that. Because Nelson, Nelson, another good friend of ours who we met in the Army, he said this when I first hopped on the train. I would go over to his house and uh, <clears throat> he's like, look, dude, it's not like gonna happen overnight this is a steady thing that i've been working on this is a constant thing that i keep this mental state of mind like I, i'm working on this every day and when i first started i had this mentality like i got it i'm good like <laughs> i understand it i just don't care about it you're wrong <laughs> but, yeah, no. but yeah it's it's like uh it's it's not gonna happen overnight like he was saying this is a constant you are constantly working towards it just like the gym Constantly going at it. You got to work at this every day, man. It's not easy either. No, and it's it's one of those things too where it's like, well, okay, if you could do it overnight, you know, what really would it, would it even be worth it? You know. Yeah, at that point, well, yeah. What's what are you really even gaining? What are you gaining out of it? You're, you're almost not even gaining because you need the experience. It, yeah, dude. Because like, if if you can go from no no purpose, yeah, to I I think I have a purpose. In an hour, I guarantee you, you don't. To, yeah, yeah, no, exactly, yeah, I agree. It, it takes a lot of thinking and a lot of brain power, man. 
but the the end result it's just like being fucking jacked it's yeah it's such a beneficial thing to have achieved you know um because it, it just sets you up for the rest of your life um but you kind of have to put in that work it's you know? yeah it's one of those things you got to stay disciplined with it and it's 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 a hard thing too it's just, it's just like going up to the bench and knowing that you can't you have never lifted 225 pounds before mm-hmm. you're like fuck i've never done this before exactly and uh <laughs> I, it's one of those things that i kind of like continuously do it you know like before we had this idea for this show um i had already kind of found my purpose but this was something that like i didn't even think about really yeah know? see it's, it's it's like manifest itself huh yeah no and i i think it's one of those things where once you kind of find it you know you can further refine it over time yeah it's, it's like it's, a little thing ongoing process man yeah 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 so that was just kind of how i found my <clears> purpose <throat> you know a little bit it, it's just so it's at the end of the day, bro, it's a it's a tough thing to kind of ask yourself and reconcile. But you the Socratic method is really just the best way to kind of go about that. Least yeah, I mean, opinion. yeah, there's different ways of going about it. It's going to be hard for everyone. Um, but there's there's resources you can use. There's resources I use that are obviously different than yours, even though, I mean, we're we're like this going through this journey together. And we still got completely different, different resources, different opinions almost on on. Not different opinions, but different different views on a lot of it. <clears throat> uh, so hopefully through this, I mean, that's my goal is to kind of kind of push more resources out there. So whoever's hearing this can kind of click a link below and and dive into yeah. whatever I was able to dive into that saved my life. Yeah, no, and it's like that's where I really kind of found the benefit of Twitter, just because like there the people that you kind of get access to on Twitter that that have their purpose and that if have used just correctly of, yeah exactly they built these insane things like soul bra let's say right you know a damn good and well he's found his purpose yeah that we'll, man knows what he's doing yeah we'll link his uh his channel down below yeah we'll throw in a podcast or something on his twitter that that dude's a phenomenal example man it's like he has his purpose and he acts on it but like you're not even gonna know that there are people out there like that until no. you kind of get yeah, I didn't I didn't know and that's what kind of that was one of the most realized like self-realization moments for me is just realizing that there are people also out there doing this just like me look hunting for this purpose. And that's when I was like, boom. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. boom, I ain't the only one. Boom, I got mine and let's go. You know what I'm saying? So and that's such a that's such a huge thing with anything, dude. Like humans like to know that they're not the only one with a problem mm-hmm. and they never are. No, you're never the first one to do it, bro. But people feel so isolated now, and it's 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 insane how how isolated people feel. Well, also, well, also, Uh, having a phone like we're doing this this week. I called you or texted you. Hey, I'm on. Get on. We got on. We're recording right away. You know what I'm saying? We are as connected as we can be, while also being as most or as disconnected as we ever were. Yeah, we have we have pretty much infinite access to anyone like i could tweet whoever the president of the united states you know we have access to everything we can call people we have facebook we have instagram whatever we we're so connected but we've never felt so isolated and so 
that's where I think it's it's just it's absolutely critical to get into spaces where there are like minded people that think like you um, that, you know, have acted on it and that can really show you how to how to kind of navigate these issues and find your own purpose. You know? Yeah, lead you lead you to the promised land, as some would say. Yeah, no, straight yeah. up. That's, <laughs> that's, that's kind of how they did. Some. But yeah, man, glad we uh, glad we knocked this out today. Glad we did uh, take two. Yeah, okay. no, I like. It. <laughs> yeah, if, if anyone is curious, we made this episode yesterday. It was a lot longer, but uh, there was a problem with the audio, so we had to do it again. So, but no, so we, if there we, ain't we, anything you gotta learn from episode one, it's resiliency. Because fuck yeah, me, yeah. <laughs> we had to do it all yeah, over, bro. Yeah, so we could do an episode on resilience and bring that. Up. Yeah, we'll get there. But that, yeah, that man. Purpose though is like if your purpose is strong enough, dude. Any setback is yeah. No, it, it didn't. Like I said, it was. Uh, I think it was one of those. Uh, Giorgio, right? Is that the guy, the Roman dude? It was one of those yeah. thing. Uh, Seb, yeah, Sebastian. He was like, it was times where I was failing, and it it didn't even phase me. Like, it, it, <laughs> like yesterday, I was just like, oh, that sucks. Because <laughs> all a failure is is an opportunity to learn, right? Yeah. Like, I think it's only a true failure if you don't learn anything. So, like, when what happened yesterday, right, I guess that we failed because, you know, we had the video, but not the yeah. audio. But, like, we learned mm. how to make both of them, you know. And with that, we could end it on a quote from Albert Einstein. How about it? The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different outcome. Absolutely. Absolutely. Bang. Glad we did it, Kev. Well, we'll catch you whenever we're able to do it again. All right. Sounds good to me. Peace. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hey, friends. It's me, Sharon McMahon, longtime government and law teacher and host of the Sharon Says So podcast. Each week on Sharon Says So, I do a deep dive into fascinating historical stories state by state to share the history of America that you probably haven't heard. I bring you stories of espionage, sled dog heroes, presidential scandals, change makers, law defiers, and more. And weekly, I have some of the nation's most prolific thought leaders and creators. We talk about a huge variety of fascinating topics. New episodes of the Sharon Says So podcast are released every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and are available on the Acast app or wherever you like to listen. Tune in and subscribe today for your fill of brain-tingling moments. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.